Oh, what's going on? Excuse. Okay. Good morning. How everybody doing? On this good Tuesday morning. This your boy Brandon Big Dog Lewis, and this is the Pimps Our Teachers podcast. So. First of all, I told myself last night that since I'm back at work now and I don't listen to the radio really on the way to work. I don't uh, I do a lot of venting and talking to myself, especially about something stupid that I'm trying to wrap my mind around. <clears throat> So I said, you know what, I'm just going to start talking, start doing podcasts on the way to work, get shit off my mind while it's somewhat fresh, you know what I'm saying, nigga, nigga smoke a lot of dope, so sometimes I be forgetting shit, anyway, uh, so like I said, good morning. Anyway, so last night before I went to sleep, I was watching Kevin Samuels on YouTube. And I'm a subscriber, and I like his content. I fuck with him. You know, he the, he the hot nigga right now. And some of the shit he say is actually motivational for men out there, especially black men. Dealing with women. So while I was watching the show last night, it was a something he had said before he started taking callers that I had told my wife <clears throat> over the process of our marriage. So for those that didn't watch the show, he was talking about. <coughs> Is modern women wife material? And like I said, I was listening and I was listening. And I was trying to see what he was going to say to make it seem like they're not wife material. But like I was saying, he said something that I've been saying to my wife for years was that, and I'm paraphrasing. Was that women want control of the relationship and also will sabotage their relationship? And when I heard him say that, I looked at my wife and I said, You know what? He just said something that I've been telling your ass for years. And she's like, What do you say? I said, You want control. And you'll sabotage them on relationship. And she looked at me. She just shook her head. And she rolled back over and went to sleep. And the reason she shook her head, it was like, a lot of the shit Kim Sam was talking about, and this at her own mouth. She said, a lot of shit he's talking about. She said, you know, I already said this shit. 
She's like, you ain't saying on the grand scheme of things. He ain't saying on the big platform like Kevin Samuels had. But she's like, before, before you even knew Kevin Samuels existed, some of the shit he was saying, some shit he be saying, you didn't already said this shit. <clears throat> when he came down just me and her. So he also talking about, you know, how high value men are scarce. They don't cheat. They explore options and shit like that. And <laughs> I be looking at this, like, I listen to this type of shit and I be like, okay. So we really talk about, he really talks about If you got money as a man, you basically can do whatever the fuck you want to do. That's what he basically be telling me. It's like, if you got the money, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You can get whoever the fuck you want to get. You can go buy whatever the fuck you want to buy. All that type of shit right now. So control, sabotage, and money. Now let me go and talk about what I used to tell my wife through the years. First on control. We in a constant power struggle. Both men and women. We in a constant power struggle of who gets that one percent. It's never 50-50. I don't know who really try to say relationships are 50-50. Relationships are not 50-50. The only 50-50 part is is the sex and the money part. If I give you some money, I get some pussy. That's basically the only the only thing that's 50 50 in this like as long as i pay you and get i get pussy that's about the only thing that's 50 50. but everything else is a constant struggle for control and me and my wife used to go through them type of issues when we first got married it's cool in control of the relationship now my wife was on some of that modern day women shit when we first started talking. She was so strong and independent and could do everything by her motherfucking self, didn't need no help from no nigga and all that type of shit right there. So when she me and her got together and she ran down the whole checklist of things she can do by her motherfucking self, I said cool. I said, that's perfectly fucking fine. If you don't want a nigga to help you on your bills and all that type of shit, you can do everything your motherfucking self. Go right the motherfucking head. I will not argue with you. I will not open my wallet. I will not pull out a dollar to help you on nothing in your house. Nothing. That's how you, that's how you want it. That's how you're going to get it. 
Now, when we first, when we was first dating, I was over the house all the motherfucking time. And as a young nigga, I was taught that you pay where you stay. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no free rides on nobody's couch. You pay where you stay. <clears throat> Even if you at the house, you have to do something. Either you gonna clean up or you gonna cook or you gonna go to work and help pay bills. So by, by me being over her house all the time, every day, every day of the week, spending the night, all that type of shit right there, I was getting comfortable. I was getting comfortable. And by me getting comfortable, I forgot that this wasn't my spot. Now, I come in this motherfucker, I go home after work, wash my ass, put some clothes on, go back over her house. And damn near spend the night, take some work clothes, spend the night, leave her house, going to work anymore. And mind you, we were working at the same job, so we could alternate cars. Like I would drive one day, she would drive the next day, or whatever the case may be. But in the beginning, we'll drive back. I drive my car, she'll drive her car so I can go back home after I leave work. But as we got further along the line, it was more like me staying there. So anyway, I was getting comfortable. I was getting real comfortable. And I kept forgetting that this wasn't my spot. This was her spot. So every time we would have little arguments and shit like this, now mind you, she she was a modern day woman. She is a modern day woman. So every time we get into the argument, she tell me nigga to go. And I'm like, all right, whatever, woo woo. But I was like, I ain't wanna go. I was like, all right, okay. And she she caught a nigga sleeping. Cause I really, I was really liking her. So when we get into it and she try to put a nigga out, I actually, I actually had to catch myself and damn near bow down to her because of how much I cared about her, how much I liked her, how much I felt comfortable around her. So it was more like, you know, nigga, you want to be with me, nigga, you going to do what the fuck I say, do, or ain't going to be no more of us. And at that point in time, when I first started talking to her, I was like, okay, you win. I like you enough to, to bow down. And by me doing that, she felt some type of way that I could run him. I could run him. And truth be told, she was. She was. And it's because of how much I cared about him. Now, as I kept getting older and older and older, and as that relationship kept growing and growing and growing, I started realizing that shit. Is that, motherfucker, you think you run me because I want to be with you. You'll say or do whatever to make me bad ass because you know I want to be with you. You know I like you. You know I want to fuck with you. And by me being a sucker back then, I was bad ass. 
So once I started realizing what I was doing to myself and realizing what my mama had always told me, she was like, you know, I really don't need you to function. I like it's gonna hurt if I leave you. It's gonna hurt if we break up, but I don't need you to function. And I started remembering that shit, and I was like, well, shit. My mama taught me how to take care of my motherfucking self without a woman. As long as I can go to work and feed myself and make sure I got my hygiene on point and make sure I can take care of what little bills I got so I can have a place to stay and all that type of shit. I'm like, I don't need you. I can go home. I can go home. I'm like, I'm over here with you in your little two-bedroom apartment that you share with your cousin. And I got a five-bedroom house that me and my brother got. So I said, it didn't make a lot of sense. I'm like, I got, I got what you want now. But I'm over here with you in your apartment, and I got a house. I had a house. So once I started realizing, I was like, man, look, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And I'm not finna, I'm not finna fight for control, but I'm going to let your ass know that you're not needed in my life. So once I started showing her that I didn't need her, that I wanted her, that I didn't need her. She started acting a little bit better. But she still tried to have her way. So on days that she did want to act right, she really tried to sabotage me. She's like, I'm through. I don't want to deal with you no more. You got this going on. And not, not, not even the parts where, like I said, the biggest thing I ever did wrong to my wife but she don't hurt that's the biggest thing I ever did wrong with she don't hurt so everything else will come from the bullshit that somebody done told her some of the shit that she felt like because she was doing this that and the third she had more say so to me and did that and all that right there and I'm like okay alright whatever You know what I'm saying? So she would try to sabotage her relationship. Like I, I could do bad by myself and all that type of shit right there. And I go get another nigga and all that type of shit. And I was like, you know what? I tell you what. This is what you do. Break up with me. Leave me the fuck alone. If I'm so terrible, leave me the fuck alone. I said, go find you a nigga that ain't, ain't doing what I'm doing. I said, go find a nigga that's doing exactly what I'm doing or better and replace me with him. I said, do that. I said, the problem with that is you know I'm a good dude. And you know that niggas like me, even though I was fucking off, it's going to be hard to replace me For everything I do for you. 
you can either get another dick to come in here and fuck you. I said, yes, that's easy. That's, that's nothing. You can get another dick. You can get any nigga that's going to fuck. I said, but is you going to get you another nigga that's going to do everything in his power as a man to make sure you and your family straight? I said, that's your problem. That's what the problem going to be. Is your, are you going to find that man that can replace me in everything I do? And if you can find him, God, break up with him. God, leave me the fuck alone. And go find him. And I used to tell her that shit way back then. Like, we've been together 17 years. I used to tell her all the motherfucking time. Like, if, if, if I'm not the nigga you want in your life, go find him. Go find him. But just like a lot of modern day women, they're not gonna get up to go find them. They're not going to get that motherfucker that's gonna take pride in being a man and do what he gotta and do what he gotta do to take to provide and protect her. It's like you want to be in a situation where you're fucked up. You're fucked up. You want to be in a situation where you have to constantly complain. You got to constantly have drama. Constantly have bullshit in your life. I used to tell her that all the motherfucking time. I said, you have no fucking problems outside of me cheating. I said, that's me. You know what I'm saying? That's me. I go get a little pussy and then from somebody else. I said, but when I do it, I said, I don't take no money out the house. I like you. I said, you, you ain't got to worry about me not taking money out the house. I said, you ain't got to worry about shit now. You might have had a, a run in with a female over some bullshit. You might have had a run in or two with some females over some bullshit. I said, but that was me bringing bullshit to the door. I said, that shit happened every so often that I brought bullshit to the door like that. I said, but you bringing bullshit to the door every day trying to get your motherfucking way. I like, and then on top of that, you do a lot of complaining add extra drama to our relationship that don't even have to be there. All because of how you feel about certain situations. You add extra shit. But I used to tell my wife all this shit that Kevin Samuels be preaching to niggas now. All this shit. In some shape, form, or fashion, I told my wife all this shit a long time ago. And I think when I listen to Kevin Samuels and I and I be on his uh in his uh fan page, fan group page on Facebook, whatever the case may be, and I be looking at this shit, I like, bro. The problem I get from niggas is that. Y'all don't want to fight. Y'all don't want to conquer a female. 
Like y'all still thought we in the fifties. Well, you can get this traditional woman because you a traditional man and everything gonna be all right. Like, bro, it's not that, it's like, like he said, it's not that many high value niggas in the world. 5% or less. It's more traditional women than high value niggas, though. And I will use my 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 room full of men versus room full of women again. Five, I got a hundred men, hundred women, and after them hundred men, five of them I consider high value. Five out of a hundred, where it's somewhere between twenty and thirty women that's high value. So I'm gonna say. 30 for the sake of argument. Now, he's right. There's the scarcity of high value men. For them 30 women that's high value, them the ones that's going to compete for them five dudes. And if you do your math, one dude sees women. One high value man should be able to deal with six high value women. If I'm doing my math right. Now, after 95 men that's left in the room, 36 of them are middle class. 36 of them, middle class. So that means 59 men are in the levels. They're not high, they're not high value. But you got middle class, you got upper middle class, lower high class, you got high class, then you got the cream and the cream. So you got a high class nigga, you got two levels beneath him before you get the middle class, then you got two levels beneath middle class. So to save out the argument, I'm gonna take the other 59 dudes and split them up into the other four categories. There's not that many above me. Remember, it's 36 men that's middle class. Five 36. 36. 36% middle class. And everybody else broken off into five other classes. Every other dude broken off into five other classes. Well, four other classes, because I've never put five in the high-value class, the upper, 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 upper class. Well, niggas in traffic be killing me. 
But anyway, 59 million divided by four categories. You're looking at probably what? 14 million in each category. You're looking at roughly 14 men in each category. So if it's five up or high value, then it's 14 beneath him, then it's 14 beneath him, then it's 36. Then it's 14 beneath them, 36, and there's another 14 beneath them. So let's make it make sense. Then. Like I said, it's about 30 high-value women in this room. Out the 70 left, they're going to fight for the remaining 95 niggas in these classes outside the high-value. Simple math would say 25 million going to be left out. Because, of course, they're going to try to get the closest thing to high value as possible, which means 14 niggas that are right beneath high value, they're going to have their picnics. And like I got to tell you, it's six women to every high value nigga. Six. So at these seventy, that wants the next lip, the next tier. It's gonna be another. We we using that. That means uh. There's not enough women. For the next tier, if I'm using my math right, if I said it was. Six women for every high value nigga, and then it's 14 niggas next. There's not enough women for them niggas. There's not enough women for them. So it's 14 of them. They're not going, they, they can take advantage of the, uh, the numbers. But they just say they don't. They say they just go get one. So that's 14 on 56 left. Then the next 14 before they get to the middle class. So they do the same thing. So that's another 14 on. So now we're down to 42. Now we're down to 42 women left. Now it comes down to the middle class, where I'm at. <clears throat> it comes down to the middle class, where I'm at. Now it's 42 women left, and it's 36 of us. And let's say we do the same thing. We just going to get one. We just going to get one. 
It's six women left to go with 28 niggas. And these men are beneath me. They broke. They had nothing going on. None of that shit. It's six women left. 28 dudes. Somebody gonna get left out in the cold, man. Somebody gonna be left out in the cold when it comes down to women. Somebody's gonna be sitting there looking at a Pookie and a Ray Ray. Fuck a bitch that they could have had. Somebody's gonna be left in the cold. And the only way you can reserve your spot with some warm ass. Is you got to conquer them. They want to be conquered. They want to be told. They wrong. They want to be held accountable. They want that. But they're not going to give it to any dude. Them them, them 30 women that left for them five high value niggas. They only left because the nigga had the money to take care of them. They only left the room because they know them five niggas can take care of me. And I'm going to do what I got to do to get taken care of. They got their spot solidified. They got an option of six different women. So they got us. They, they straight. They could they could down the lay up with a different bitch every day of the week. That's 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 the truth. Them twenty-eight niggas between middle class and high class got the same amount of options. The only difference is that they're not gonna have six. If they just did right, they'll get one and leave the rest for everybody else. Leave us to fight for the other ones. But even still, they're going to end up with a female that got a flaw that they swear they don't want. The third of that little had no flaws. Single, attractive, no kids, uh, submissive, all that shit they want. 30 of them, they gone. The rest of them is the, the, the ones with the flaws, the negatives, all the bullshit you don't like. Them 28 niggas between high class and middle class gonna fight for them bitches too. Cause now they starting to see that, man, the women running out. Do I sit here and try to do I sit here and try to ride it out to find the, the, the best of the worst? Or do I go compete with these other niggas to get something? They're going to compete. 
And like I said, if they do right, they're only going to take one. When it get down to middle class where I'm at, That's where the real that's where the real fun starts. Cause we're still dealing with the same female that the high value niggas don't want to fuck with. We gotta deal with. We gotta deal with them type of women. I don't have the luxury of being no two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollar a year earner. I ain't got it. I'm middle class. Fifty to hundred fifty K. That's me right there. And I got to deal with the females you don't want to deal with because you say you got the money to buy a bitch. I ain't got the money to buy a bitch whenever I feel like her. Now, I'm going to say all this to wrap it up because I just pulled up into my park a lot. It worked. Women want to be told what they wrong is. So by sitting up here and running from women all the motherfucking time, you'll never be able to control their ass. You'll never be able to, to get them where you want to get them because you run from them. Stop running. Stop running. And be a man.